Welcome to the Heine House Gaming and Tech Podcast, a talk show centered around retro and modern gaming yep. and technology. Awesome. The Heine House Gaming and Tech Podcast is available on Spotify, yeah. Apple, yeah. or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Winner. To watch the video feed from this episode or join the community discord, visit HeineHouse.com. Yeah. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Heine House Gaming and Tech Podcast. I'm your good friend, Jay Hine, hanging out with you on this lovely morning. It's uh, May 11th, 2021, and it's currently 8.11 in the morning. So good to have you here. Uh, now streaming live on Discord. That's right. Streaming live in Discord. I have some stuff to talk about in Discord, but... Uh, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. We're doing this for the very first time because uh, I have this new events channel in my Discord in the Heine House server. So it's very, very awesome. Shout out to my friend Andy, who's in there right now. I know he's waving at me right now. I can see you, Andy. I can see you. It's good to see you. Thank you for listening, tuning in. Uh, let's uh, let's jump into some stuff. Uh, let's talk about some things. Uh, before we do, of course, I want to give a round of applause to all of the incredible support from everyone you see right here on your screen. Thank you, everyone, for your support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine is where you go to show that love and support. And I appreciate that. The show is completely supported by the support you give and pledging right here on Patreon. Thank you, Game Off, Main Floor, and Ground Floor Tears. I'd like to welcome, where's the round of applause that needs to come back? Because I'd like to welcome the newest supporter on Patreon, Kyosho. Mr. Sean Brown. Hello. Thank you, sir. And thank you for the longtime support in general, sir. You've been a part of the crew for a very, very long time, even dating back all gen gamers days. We got a lot of old school, a lot of old school peeps that listen to the show, and I appreciate that greatly. So thank you very, very much. Appreciate your support. Um, Heinehouse.com is the website. This is episode 82, and the phone number if you want to call in. And leave me a voicemail. 503-908-5490 is the number. 503-908-5490 rings right to my voicemail. You just leave it and uh, I'll uh, play it on the show and answer your question. I think we have one from from uh, Mr. Cameron, Cam the man, the mo- voicemail maniac later on in the in the segment. So let's just jump right in and talk about some stuff. Uh, random stuff. First of all, Mr. Metal Jesus Rocks, the MJR, came down to Arizona. This was uh, last week. He actually, uh, he hit me up uh, maybe a month ago and was like, hey, I'm planning a trip to come down. would love to see you. would love to do some game hopping and hang out. Are you down? Are you free? Can you do it? I said, you know what? Yes, sir, I can. Because that is winning. Winner. So uh, he came down and he gave me a text. Nothing like spur of the moment. I was actually... I just got off work and I was sitting here. It was about like nine in the morning. I was sitting here. I try to stay up until about noon or one. But uh, yeah, he hit me up. I was like, hey, can we want a game hop today or tomorrow? And I'm like, let's go. Let's go right now. <laughs> so, you know, I went in there, you know, put some pants on and then uh, t- took off and went down and, me- and met him down there. I took the camera. We did some filming. We went to a place called Fallout Game. It's a- Fallout Games. It's a local place here. Great shop. Awesome people. Love that. And also went to a, a shop called One Up Games. That's another local place owned by two guys. Incredible guys. Very, very nice. They let us film. Very friendly. Very warm and welcoming. I talk about this in the video. Good stuff. But uh, yeah, 
got some stuff, saw some great games, had a great time. It was great to reconnect with him. I haven't seen him in like five years. I think the last time I saw him was that game on Expo, possibly 2016, something like that. So yeah, it was good to see him. It was good to say hi. And uh, he filmed, I filmed, and we're going to co-release the uh, the episode on Friday, I believe, when he's finished. So this podcast episode will actually be out because it's going to be Tuesday or Monday night, Tuesday morning when this releases. So yeah, it should be out soon. So check it out on his channel. Check it out on my channel. And uh, yeah, it's cool. It was cool. It's like old school. It felt great. Um, this other bit of new... Actually, this should be in gaming news. Actually, we're going to just we're gonna jump right into gaming news. That's really all I have here. If I got my transition right, I think I do. This part of the podcast section is brought to you by Breath of Waifu. A great game for everyone, for the whole family. Um, Disney and .emu, .emu, I like to say it that way, because people used to call me emo, emo Review. Remember that? It was so funny. Uh, Disney and .emu are bringing back classic LucasArts games. And I wrote on here to check my phone because this article just came through. Steph actually sent this to me last night as I was pulling into work. She's like, check this out. We just heard about it. And I'm going to just read some of it here. This is on NintendoLife.com. So there was a new listing on the Switch eShop. It's revealed Disney Interactive and Lucasfilm bringing not one, but two LucasArts classics to the Switch on June 29th, right around the corner. Zombies Ain't My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol and a double pack Lucasfilm Classic Games is called in quotes. Um, yeah, that's great. The, these new versions will allow players to save at any time. Thank you so much. Save at any time and include museum content, soundtracks, local co-op, and achievements. Although both of these games were released on the Super Nintendo, it's not clear what versions the eShops are based on. I'm going to assume, and I probably shouldn't assume, it's not wise to do so, but I'm going to assume that they're going to be based off the Super Nintendo versions. This is going to be very, very un unlike them to do the arcade version of it. Or any others for that matter. I mean, on the Switch, yeah, come on, it's Nintendo. They're going to do the Super Nintendo. They have to. Which, this actually gives me gets me thinking a little bit about, about this. Is You know how Nintendo's kind of just abandoned their Switch Online retro game service for the most part? Like, they're not releasing a lot of games. They're not releasing any NES or Super Nintendo games. It's it's a shame, isn't it? It's really a shame, especially... Oh, we've talked about this a million times. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole again, but in a way, it's kind of a bait and switch, man. It was like, oh, geez, no pun intended on that one. You know it! But it really was because they announced, oh, we're going to be you know releasing monthly online games. It's going to be great. You know, retro games for your online subscription. And, and then they just basically died out on it. And I love that. I love having those retro games there. So, and to see this, Zombies Date My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol, I mean, those are games that could easily been on that Switch service, but we're not doing that. Okay. Interesting stuff. I don't know. I just, when I see this, it makes me feel like there's going to be a decline, even more so, like a complete abandonment of the Switch Online retro stuff, which is a shame. Um, they didn't mention that there's rewind or anything in there, so I don't know. We'll see. You'll be paying paying that dollar for that. Should be oh, this should be fun though. Those are great games. The co-op will be cool. Wish they had online. I mean, you know, you can wish all you want about stuff, but it, it it'll still be fun. Good stuff. 
Um, this is a real quick one. You know, I'm a Battlefield fan, so I have to talk about it. And I know I have a lot of my old school squad mates that listen to the podcast, so I always like to bring it up. BF6 has been rumored, right? You know, I don't like to, re- to rehash the rumors too much, but this is actually some concrete stuff here. So Battlefield 6 is, well, has been kind of rumored amongst, uh, you know, Reddit and amongst the interwebs. But uh, a rumor did surface about that. But something did change just recently on May 6th, a few days ago. Um, there was a tweet from uh, the Battlefield Twitter account. Of course, that's operated and owned by Electronic Arts, of course. But it said on there, the Battlefield Twitter said, quote, words that rhyme with soon, it tweeted. And then it, in quotes, it said, June, boom, so what rhymes with soon? June. Boom. All right. So they're basically dropping. I mean, they're basically dropping the hint that in June, we're going to get an announcement. That's what's going to happen. We're going to see a trailer. It's going to happen, which is great. I thought Battlefield 5 was such a miss. Such a miss. I, it makes me depressed. So depressed. But, you know, what can you do? I'm excited because the rumor is, here's the quick rumor, is that it's set about 20 years in the future. So not like mechs and shit, but it's going to be like, you know, in the future, futuristic, more modern future, I guess. So modern guns and artillery and vehicles and all that sort of thing. It could be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm definitely down to give it a try. I mean, I, I, I give all the Battlefields a chance for sure. Still, Battlefield 4 and Bad Company 2 are still the greatest that ever, ever were. You know it. What do you think about that? You know it. I know, Daisy. What up, Daisy Doke? Um, the PS5, this is a real quick one. The PS5 now has a YouTube TV app. You guys hear about this? It didn't have one prior? Wait, so how did you watch YouTube on your PS5? You you went to the browser? Wow. Wow. That's what you did. No, I have no idea. I still don't have a PS5 or a Series X for that matter. But they, uh, uh, Sony did, Sony and Google both launched the YouTube TV app on the PS5. So now you can watch the YouTubes. Hey, watch my new video on Friday on your PS5. Would you? Would you? Please. What's wrong with you? Nothing, Reggie. Nothing. I would do it in a heartbeat. You should too. Um, it was an interesting week for news. I think there was, I mean, there was a lot of stuff, but honestly, a lot of the articles, I kind of skimmed through my, my usual suspects websites. And it was a lot of like Sony's and Microsoft's consoles are still scarce. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of stuff about that. It was an interesting news week for sure. Tons of stuff about, oh my gosh, so much stuff about Call of Duty. Have you gone to any just news sites and like looked at any of the articles? It's just basically like these Call of Duty hackers are being uh, banned and this and that. And no, they nerfed this gun. And it's like, dude, is this a slow news week or what? What? Sure is. Um, No, no, we found some stuff though. So speaking of Switch though, I mean, it's it's common knowledge at this point. I mean, we know. But the Switch sales continue to soar. To the moon. 
Nintendo Switch sales were up 44, holy moly, 44% from January to March compared to the same time, the same quarter from last year earlier. Holy moly. Just think about that for a second. 44%. That's huge. That's massive numbers for the Switch. I mean, you guys know why. I mean, there's many factors why everyone's inside. Either that, you know, working from home, not working at all. Gaming inside. Oh, and animal droppings, bruh. Um, today's numbers bring the total Switch sales to 28.83 million. That's with an M for the physical year. Up 37% compared to the 21 million Switch consoles the company shipped the prior year in beating the company's own revised forecast. In February, Nintendo raised an annual forecast to 26.5 million. So they raised it to that for the fiscal year ending March 31st. On on the strength of increased demand during COVID pandemic, a number that had already been raised from 19 million units at the start of the year. The lifetime to date sales figure now stands get this 84 0.59 million with an M switch units shipped. That's worldwide since its launch in 2017. That's creeping up on the Wii console, y'all. Wii console lifetime sales 101.63 million, million, million. <sighs> I just love Nintendo Wii. My gosh, so good. Hey, uh, and game sales also spiked for Nintendo as well. Well, of course, you can imagine. That's up 37%, selling 230.88 million units compared to 168.72 million units the previous fiscal year. You see where this is going. Top of the list, Animal Droppings, New Horizons, with 20.8 million. Other notables, you guessed it, number two. You know what number two is. Come on. I know you're yelling at your speakers right now. Mario Kart. Great game, Mario Kart. 10.6 million. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, 9 million. Just over 9 million. And Ring Fit Adventure, wait, what? Bruh. What? Ring Fit Adventure, 7.38 million? Get out of here. What? Bruh. No way. I mean, I should buy Ring Fit Adventure. Because I'm kind of fatty. Oh, I'm just all fat and sassy. But I did, wow. Who bought that? Please, if you bought it, send me a voicemail. Let me know. How is it? It's probably awesome. You know, honestly, it's probably pretty good. It's not like the Nintendo Cardboard that didn't really do well. I bet your Ring Fit Adventure is actually pretty good. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm skeptical. You know why? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you exactly why. I can sum it up to you in two words. I'll tell you why I'm skipped, skeptical of any of this uh, Ring Fit Adventure or, or fitness <laughs> fitness stuff from Nintendo. I'm skeptical and nervous about it for two words. We fit. Whoop, whoop. We fit. Whoop, whoop. You know I'm scared about that. Dude, we all got burned on We Fit, bro. I was there at Game Schlop. I was there at Game Stonks day one buying that thing. All I did, I came home. You know what it told me? It told me that I'm a fatty. My Wii Fit all it told me was, wow. <laughs> yeah, you're obese. <laughs> well, 
Thank you, Nintendo. Well, I appreciate that. Well, they're, they're probably not wrong. But I ain't trying to hear that. No, that's cool. That came in. That's a lot. They sold a lot of Ring Fit. Ring Fit Adventure. Very, very cool. Um, what else is on here? Newly released Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury sold 5.6 million units worldwide. That's pretty good. So, yeah. So, Switch is up, man. So, I mean, of course. I mean, we know that. We know that. And people are trying to get a hold of uh, Switch consoles. They're clamoring. We know it. We know it. You know it. We sure do. Um, yeah, that's some gaming news. Why don't we um uh, why don't we jump in a little bit of tech, huh? Sound good? La la la. Whoop, whoop. This part of the podcast episode is brought to you by Ring Fit Adventure. Trade it in today and get a free We Fit. Uh, let's talk about some tech. Tech news. Uh, Discord reveals new live events. Oh, yes. And guess what? Now streaming live. We're in Discord right now. It's happening. It is happening. That's right. You want your name called out in the podcast? Get on in there. Check it out. What up? Shout out to Glav and Andy, the two early morning risers right now, joining me in the live events channel in Discord. How do you get to Discord? It's very easy. Just go to my website, heinyhouse.com. Scroll up to the top. There's the picture. It says Discord. Just click it. Boom. Launches you right into the server. I honestly, I think this is great. This live events channel. This is basically the equivalent of a, you know why they did this? Well, hold on. Let me finish my sentence before I go to the next one. Because <laughs> I'm so excited. This is the equivalent of a digital, a lot, basically over the internet panel. All right, so it allows you to come in here. I, I go into this room. It's basically I sit at the, at the desk at the podium and I sit here and I just broadcast myself and I talk. It's audio only. There's no video as of yet. People have asked. It's designed to be audio only. So that's cool. You know, we'll rock with it. And um, we can sit here and you guys can listen to the panel speaker or podcast or episode or whatever it is. You, you know, you can do whatever you want. What's nice is that when you get to a point where like, hey, you know, we're going to take questions, people can raise their hands. And if selected, if granted access, they can jump in with you and, and speak with you. Just like you would at a real panel when they toss the mic over, like, oh, my hand's up. And then they run the mic over to that person to ask. It's really cool. This is great. I really like it. Um, I, I was saying this a little bit earlier is that um, off, off camera, I was talking with Andy just a little bit. I mean, I was a very early adopter on Discord. Very early adopter. I think 2015 it's like pretty much right when they launched i remember yeah it had to have been because i remember i was on discord for a while and then i remember their one year anniversary and it was like a big deal back when it was called discord app it actually just wasn't called discord it was still discord app i think discord app.com i think was the site very very cool stuff but i'm gonna just put this out there and say it like i've been saying it since that time and i've really been pushing discord because i believe in it and if this isn't any indication that like Microsoft offered to buy them out for what was it like 10 million? It was million, right? I think it was like 10 million. And they rejected that. They said no. They remained, they remained independent. Recently, on my next topic on my next article here is about Sony, how they've invested into Discord and actually are going to integrate it in PS5, which is great. That's coming. But this just shows that the people behind Discord have, have this foresight to remain 
independent. They're not going to go the way of Skype, at least not now. Maybe they were just dipping their toes in the water to get a valuation of how much their company really would be worth, at least to like a Microsoft, right? I think this is really, really great because Discord is fantastic. I think it's a great platform. It offers everything, everything you could possibly want. Text chat, voice chat, video chat, screen sharing, live events that we're doing right now, streaming live. Um, it has just everything. DMs. It has, you can, I mean, you can create different channels for different topics. I've got a food and music. I've got podcast chat. I've got a chat lounge. I've got stuff for hotshot racing. I've, you know, it's like, it's really, really fantastic. And the Heine House server kind of encompasses all of what Heine House is and puts it all together in one area. It's really kind of the know-all be-all for getting... Um, connected with what we do here. And we have got just tons of amazing people in there and I love it. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much hard selling it to you right now. Like if you're not in discord, definitely get in there, like give it a look. I know it can kind of feel confusing at first. If you're new, you see all these channels and all these things, you're not sure what to do. Just reach out to me, just send me a DM and like, ask me if you have questions or you probably have friends that are already on discord. So ask them too. like, just get in there. We'd love to have you. And you can take part in stuff like this live event that's happening right now, this podcast recording, and many, many others. So it's really awesome. So moving on to the next segment of that is that Sony announced that they are working to integrate Discord into PlayStation consoles. This is huge news. Winning. Winner. Huge news. This is great. The power. And here we go. Hey, anyone uh, a Sony fan? Anyone have a, a PS5? Anyone out there play on their PS5? Guess what? Guess what? Get on Discord. You're, <laughs> you're going to want this for your chat. You're going to want this. I'm just saying. I'm calling it now. PlayStation is now partnering with Discord. Um, they are going to bring the Discord and PlayStation experience closer together on console and mobile starting early next year. That's a direct quote from Sony. How about that? Details on what would actually entail this are slim but sony's announcement did say that the two companies are hard at work connecting discord with with your social gaming experience on playstation network boom this is great we don't really know if this is going to be a full-fledged like app for maybe sony discord i don't know like something's maybe exclusive something different there like i can almost see them doing like Discord Sony edition type thing. That's a terrible name, but you know what I mean? Like something exclusive to where it's like, oh, PSN powered by, oh, there it is, powered by. It'd be like PSN um, chat powered by Discord or something, and you'd be able to log in. This is great. Like the ecosystem is so strong. Imagine you have your PC, you can log into Discord, you're here, you're doing things, and then you can log right in to your PS5 and the PlayStation network, and you can connect right up in discord and chat in it's like cross platform. It's that's, it's awesome. Absolutely. Love it. Um, love it. So, uh, the company was reportedly in talks to be acquired by Microsoft for 10. Oh my goodness. I misspoke. Uh, yeah. Let's add another, uh, zero, a couple of zeros on there. It was 10 billion that Microsoft was going to give them. Holy moly. 10. Let me get my thing for this. 10 million dollars. Bruh. Wow. I thought it was million. It's billion. That's crazy. So there's your commitment. There's your commitment. They weren't like Skype and be like, yeah, you can buy us. 
I don't want to take the time to look it up, but I, I wonder how much Microsoft paid. Actually, I'm going to look it up. You know why? Because I can do that. We can do it. Okay. How much did, how much did Microsoft pay for Skype? Let's just take a look real quick. I'm sure I can find it real quick here. In 2011, Microsoft purchased the company for $8.5 billion, the most expensive buyout in Microsoft history, and $2.5 billion higher than the earlier Aquantive purchase. Aquantive? What is that? I don't know what that is. At that deal, shareholders were uh, nervous about the deal because Skype wasn't turning a profit at that time, 2011. 2011. Wow. You know what? I remember actually reporting about this on All Gen Gamers. We talked about it a long time ago. And remember, though, Skype remained the same, gosh, for at least a few years, didn't it? I think it did for at least a few years before we started to get like little Skype, little Skype banners and advertisements and stuff. And then and then finally, like it started to be integrated into Windows and oh, there was a Windows update and oh, Skype is there and you can't really shut it off. Even Windows 10, when I restart my, restart my computer, man, Skype is there and I just have to force close it. It's always there. It's always there. It's always listening. It's always watching, scheming, plotting, wanting, needing, giving. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They offered him 10 billion. This is cool. This is great news though. They're like, yeah, no, we're going to remain independent. We're going to remain independent. Uh, moving on, the FBI says Dark Side Hacking Group is behind a recent pipeline cyber attack that affected Colonial Pipeline. Colonial Pipeline is the largest oil pipeline in the U.S., covering more than 5,500, 5,500 miles and carrying more than 100 million gallons of fuel per day. 100 million gallons. The FBI blamed a hacking group on Monday for a cyber attack that took down the main pipeline carrying gas to the East Coast, USA, raising concerns about the vulnerability of critical systems. Yeah, I bet, bro. Law enforcement agency, which is investigating the May 7th hack, pinned responsibility on DarkSide, a group that reportedly develops ransomware and sells it to other outfits. So there's your there's your news on the cyber attack for the week. Darkside hacking group. Uh, the FBI confirms that Darkside ransomware is responsible for the compromise of the colonial pipeline networks. The agency said in a statement, we continue to work with the company and our government partners on the investigation. So the, basically they compromised their network, took it hostage, put it on put on ransomware, asked for a ransom and demand in the form of money. And uh, I don't know the outcome, of course. They didn't post about it, but that is that. Yeah, they're wondering about vulnerabilities. Yes, I've, dude, how, how many months, how many episodes of this podcast have we been saying? Honestly, all it's going to take is something like that to take out the power grid or, you know, there's the fuel. Like, dude, yeah, vulnerability. Yeah, we're vulnerable, okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Seriously, like that's the stuff is going on. We have outdated old stuff in these 
uh, government buildings and these in industry industrial buildings. Like, dude, yes. I wouldn't be surprised if that oil, the colonial pipeline was, was running on friggin' nine windows XP. You know what I mean? Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No one's going to go after us. Well, there you go. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, public service announcement for you. Whoop, whoop, PSA. Don't drive while you're on a Zoom meeting call. You know, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. A couple things probably don't want to do. That's one of them. Listen to this. You're going to, you're going to just flip when you hear this. An Ohio state senator used a fake background on a Zoom meeting with colleagues, but it was clear that he was driving. You, you know what I'm talking about. Zoom, they all have it. The Google Meets, Zoom, Skype, they all have this where you can remove your background. You can remove it or add, like superimpose a picture or whatever, you into a picture. This only, see, what a silly guy. This only works when your background is stationary. I think anyone with half a brain cell knows that. No, I mean, like, you can't be driving with, you're moving all over the place and there's, you know, the, you can see outside, it's moving and like, it's probably going to look really, really weird and just not function right. Here's the kicker though. Here's the kicker. You're probably like, well, who cares? Like, well, okay, yeah, I was driving. Well, people text and drive all the time and then they, yeah, yeah, it's right. You do, they do. But listen to this. For the Republican state Senator Andrew Brenner of Ohio, the green screen betrayed him during a call, a video conference call this week, making it clear that he was driving in the car, even though the background image showed what looked like his home office. Wouldn't have really been a big deal. Well, it is kind of a big deal. That's what the article says. I think it's a big deal. Uh, it wouldn't have been a big deal except for it was the day that Ohio legislature was considering a bill that would have toughened the state's rules on driving while using an electronic device. <laughs> so this senator is in his car cruising on his meeting, talking with other senators and colleagues about government stuff. But also that day there was a, a, a topic about that specifically. It's just not smart. Look, if you're going to be late, just just pull. Dude, how easy is it just to pull over and park and do your meeting and then go? Honestly, that's just that's not, that's, that's not smart. I read a little bit more into the article because they were like updating it because the senator's like been like tweeting and responding about it and stuff. He's like, well, I was parked most of the time. And, you know, uh, it's like, dude, no, you're not going to get a free pass on that one. Not going to get a free pass on that one. Um, interesting article here about Sennheiser. Sennheiser is the audio brand. They are, they've been around for a very, very long time, extremely long time, Telefunken. And they, um, they have different, I would say wings. They have different wings as far as their, their brand is concerned. They have their microphone division. They have their pro audio division. You know, they have their, their, Home audio, they have gaming section. They brought that out maybe 10 years ago and many, many others. But interesting news about this is that Sennheiser, they sold off their audiophile headphone business, sold it off 
interesting stuff. This really, I was like, wait, what? Because I love Sennheiser. I've used Sennheiser since basically from the beginning of time. My dad used Sennheiser. He's used Sennheiser headphones. Go look up Sennheiser 414s. In fact, I talked to him the other day. He was like repairing a set from the 70s. They're great. I use the Sennheiser MD421. Classic, iconic microphone. Great for voice. Great for drums. Usually uses the Tom microphone. Sounds great on Toms, but yeah, great stuff. I've used Sennheiser a long time. I'm wearing Sennheisers right now. They're right here. I love these things. These are They're so comfortable. Over ear, open back. They breathe. It's wonderful. I love them. Sennheiser announced it was looking for somebody to buy its consumer product business, including the popular audiophile-grade headphones. It didn't take long for them to find one. Either the company has... They have just recently announced that Sonova, a Swiss hearing aid company, will take over the reins later this year. 200 million euro... About $243 million in the deal there. It will earn Sonova ownership of the Sennheiser brand and product lineup. Subject to a successful transfer by the end of 2021, Sennheiser will use this opportunity to focus primarily, they say, on its pro lineup. That's great. I think, okay, I'm not going to freak out too much about this. Um, let's see, the deal includes a license for future use of Sennheiser brand, which means the Sennheiser branding is sure to stick around as the face of the consumer headphone biz. So we're still going to see Sennheiser brand and stuff. It's just going to be manufactured by this uh, Sonova, this Swiss um, hearing aid company. Look, if you're going to have anybody purchase an audiophile grade wing of a company that makes audiophile headphones, don't you think it'd be wise to have it be a Swiss hearing aid company. I mean, that's, that sounds pretty good to me. I, I'm I'm honestly not, I'm not mad about this at all. And I'm happy that Sennheiser will continue to focus on their pro line of stuff because I, I, I do like their pro line of stuff and I have used it for years and I approve of that. I approve of both. I think this is great. Yeah, I think if they're a hearing aid company, they, they know about hearing, they know about ears, they know about comfort. And I think we're going to get some great products and I don't feel like it's a bad thing at all. It'd be like, no, I don't even want to say, I don't even want to say because I don't even have a really good example, but it'd be like if some company that doesn't do audio or is affiliated with the music or or gaming at all steps in and just is like, yeah, we're going to buy. It's like the company who makes Manscaped. Like, what if Manscaped was like, yeah, we just bought Sennheiser's headphone brand. You did what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, the phone number, 503-908-5490 is the phone number. If you've got anything you want to say to me, you want to talk to me, you want to get at me, that's the phone number. Uh, it rings directly to my voicemail, and uh, I'll play it on the air. I'm going to switch on over. I'm going to play this uh, voicemail thing, because I think we got one from Cameron. Let me just go in here and double, double check this. Where is the... It's been so long since I played it. Where is it? Transition, drum roll. Oh, hotline. There it is. Wow. Why don't I get, get it together, baby? Hello? Hello? You've got voicemail. Yes, you do. 503-908-5490. Let's hop on into my Gmail. Heine House Live at Gmail. If you uh 
if you don't want to uh, give a call, if you're outside the U.S., you certainly can just call on up or uh, record yourself on your computer or smartphone. Just email it on over. HeineHouseLive at gmail.com. Yeah, we got Cameron here. Let's take a look. Let's see what Cameron has to say on the uh, the interwebs here. Let's see if my iPad will play. Should anyway. And I appreciate the call, Cameron. I'd like to have you on the show again. It's been a while. Got to get you back on the program. What's up, Jason? This is uh, the maniac here. Man, really sorry. I've been uh, absent from the last two podcasts. How dare you? Man, it's it's crazy you know, when when uh, when it rains it pours. So I've had had some pet uh, sickness stuff that fortunately my cat was really sick for about a week. Oh, I'm got sorry. that resolved fortunately. And Good. then I got sick for about a week. I'm just recovering. I'm actually on the way home. I'm on vacation to visit uh, my parents. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm driving right now, so it it came right at the tail end of my work week before my vacation. When it rains, it pours. You're right. I'm going to leave uh, two days later than usual, more than I had planned. No. I got the norovirus, so that kind of cruise ship virus, you don't want to get that. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. Anyway, uh wanted to say I watched, or I'm sorry, I listened to your latest podcast as I was driving, and I have two kind of anecdotes. Um, number one, you were talking about the good old days of AOL. Man, I remember uh, a really funny story. A friend of mine, um, he had the internet, or he had AOL for free for a couple of years. Oh, wow. His parents didn't even know. They were really kind of protective, didn't really understand technology. He had a computer in his room and uh, ended up getting one of those free AOL discs, uh, you did keeps, that, and then every he ended up, you know, they kept, just they kept keep re-upping signing up. it. He wanted to cancel or do something, and they kept re-upping it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every month. He just keeps signing up, yeah. Uh, it ended up going on for years. Like, no joke. <laughs> That's so, awesome, yeah. Until, I guess, a point, he just got so sick of them calling that he just started to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is kind of funny. It's kind of how ours Number went, two, too. To uh, I've had the same uh, Yahoo um, email address. I was 13, so it's been 24 years, almost 25 years. I've had the same email address. Classic. So they screw Yahoo, and some, uh, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> because yeah. I've had a lot of emails, yeah. a lot of, uh, um, a lot of, all my important, you know, whatever, uses that same email. So I'll be in trouble if that's the case. Anyway, yeah. I'll stop rambling. I uh, hope you're doing well. And, uh, Talk about my absence. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, Cameron, the voicemail maniac himself. Appreciate that, man. I hope hope you get better soon. I'm sorry to hear that you're not feeling well. That sucks, especially on travel, travel day, right? Um, dude, you know, it's really funny you you mentioned that about that because I think that's how a lot of um a lot of uh early internet AOL days happened because a, a majority of people who were on AOL in the early days, we're, they're trying it out, right? On those discs, those free trial discs. And it was like, as you know, it was like, oh, get 200 free minutes or 400 free minutes of internet. Now think about this for a second. Put that in perspective. There was a time when the internet was timed. When you log on, it was counting a timer. Like minutes. That's wild. That's just wild when you think about it. 
It was like a time service. And so when your minutes ran out, you had to either purchase new minute, more minutes, or you had to uh, uh, not use it. So yeah, I think a lot of people got around that. We did the same thing for a while, although we quickly saw that we're going to want this. And, you know, we adopted uh, the AOL stuff pretty early on. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I think I even said this before, maybe two or three times, but um, my father worked for the phone company. And so we were very early on, this was early 90s, we got a second phone line installed in the house. Think about that, a second phone line, a landline that was dedicated just to the computer, just to AOL. Because when it was on the main line and we were on it, if you pick up the phone in the house or if someone tries to call, they can't get through, it gives you a busy signal right? It doesn't come through. But if someone picks it up, it disconnects you. You have to reconnect. And it wasn't like now you just like plug an ethernet cable. No, it was dial up, man. It'd take forever. Take a long time. It could take up to like five minutes to get in there. You know, it's like rebooting a computer to get into DOS to play Duke 3D, man. Takes, takes a while. So yeah, really interesting stuff. That, that's really cool to hear. And number two, Cameron, I'm going to tell you right now, you better get yourself a new email address, buddy. Better you better get uh, something else. You better get you better get an MSN. You better get an MSN. You better get a hotmail, dog. You better get yourself a hotmail. I know. I know. I just heard like about two hundred people chuckling right now because you know. Yeah, I know you all got that hotmail still. You got that hotmail. You got that Yahoo. Shoot, I still have my AOL. It's my spam email, and it's just the most spammiest thing. I honestly, I get maybe. I don't know, 300 spam emails a day in it, 300, 400, maybe. I don't know. It just, it's crazy. It's thousands and thousands of emails in there. I, I can't get rid of them. I go in there and I try to, I click literally this is how it works. I click delete all and I delete it. And instantly after that, it just goes, pew, pops just completely full again with spam, spam. And I'm like, okay, delete all pew, gone. And then boom, right back up. It's crazy. I just stopped. I just stopped going in there. Can't go in there. I've been kicked out of the club. You can't go to that club anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Hey, Cameron, thanks for the voicemail. It's always good to reconnect with you and chat with you. I'd like to have you on the show again. It's been over a year. I need to get you on. And uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I'd love to get you on to talk about... Recently, you've been talking about PlayStation 1 and you've been collecting PS1. I would love to have an episode with you talking about PS1 collecting. Maybe some... Um, you know, some games that we we like that not a lot of people know about, maybe some of our heavy hitters that we like. I would absolutely love to sit down with you and talk about that. And I think it would be a great opportunity also. And maybe maybe um, maybe we'll put this out there. Maybe I'll put it out right now. Let's just do it right now. If you have any comments uh, about PS1 collecting, some games that you really like about PS1, um, you can send a, a voicemail on over, chat with us about it and and we'll even we'll even pop in uh we'll do an event we'll even pop in that discord live event like you know like we're doing now and and do a live thing and uh even get some feedback from listeners in there but 503-908-5490 is the uh the phone number for that if you want to jump in and say hi um yeah that's really the show that's all i got for today i think uh that pretty much wraps it up it's been uh, a fun time. Thanks for hanging out. I know a little, I, I say it's 43 minutes. I said it's about 45 minute show right on the money. I appreciate that folks. And again, if you want to, if you want to take part in the show, heinyhouse.com, jump in there, hang on to your 
horses because we're going to go full steam ahead and uh, continue on through the rest of the year here. What else is um, nothing else really going on except, you know, our home is coming along very nicely. Maybe in a few months we'll be moving in. So we're really excited. I haven't decided when I'm going to actually stop production on everything just yet. I'm probably a month or a month and a half out of that right now. So, but when that happens, uh, I'll probably be doing live stuff from the phone or even just the laptop. You know what I mean? Got the old laptop. So, um, so yeah, thanks everyone for being here and, and shout out. I'm going to give a shout out. If you come, if you come through on that discord, I know I've been mentioning a lot. This is a big episode about discord. It's really important. Shout out to Glav, Andy and Vaughn who just showed up. Good to see you all. Thank you for being in there. Or my early morning risers. Well, it's not early for a few of you. I know. It's it's a little bit later in Canada, I know. But uh, thanks for being here, gents. Appreciate that. Hey, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye now.